Welcome to Conversations with Z and Vindesh, a weekly discussion that explores common life challenges and offers practical solutions. Learn more at dharmamedia.com. That's D-H-A-R-M-A media.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations with Z and Vin. And today we're in a bit of a an existential philosophical mood. Z, you and I are talking about life and death, and we've talked about this before. Today we're really going to get into it. There's this quote that you have, which is one of my favorite quotes, and the quote is, life happens right now in the present. And if we're not present, we're not living. So think about that for a second. If we are not present, if we're not aware of what's unfolding in front of us, if we're consumed by some worry or some fear, or we're replaying whatever happened in the past, if our mind is not here now, we are not living. So that's really the question for today and the topic of today's discussion. Are we living or are we just here passing the time in worry and fear, anxiety, pettiness, waiting to move on to some other state. And Z, as we talk about this, to me it's it's interesting on one level, it's a little bit sad on another level, because I think about modern life, and I think about how so often we're searching for something more. So we've got opportunity to cultivate relationships with our children, our friends, just be in the company of people we love. Uh, we can work out, exercise, be outside, appreciate nature. We can follow things, cultivate hobbies, have some sort of passion, be of some service to humanity. In some ways, life really isn't that complicated. If we do all of these things, then maybe we get to the end of the day and we feel pretty good and we think, I've accomplished something today. I've had some impact. I've put my mind to good use. I've put my body to good use. I've influenced people around me that I care about. But oftentimes, either this isn't enough, so we're searching for something else. We're looking for that next high, that next quick quick hit, the stimulation, the familiar texting or Instagramming or whatever it is, uh, just to keep our mind occupied. Or even if we're not doing that, as we mentioned at the outset, we might not be present. So even if we, at some level, conceptually appreciate the things that we have in our lives, practically, we're not here. We're just consumed by whatever drama is going through our mind. Uh, We have talked about people that you know, that you've worked with, where they have resentments spanning 30 years. Like, what the hell? Married couples who can't get over something that happened 30 years ago. How does that allow you to be present and enjoy what's happening right now? Or all the fears that we have about what's going to happen with my job, what's going to happen with the economy, what's going to happen politically, will the person I like get elected or not get elected, what is my family going to think if I do this or if I do that or if I say the wrong thing? This constant swirl of thoughts that that go through us take us away from what's happening right now. And... I feel it sometimes. I feel it with technology. And we talked about this on our last podcast. 
sometimes you just want to be still. You want to hang out. You want to be around for the people that you care about. But it's almost like this reflex. You've got this impulse. I mean, I can almost feel my hand just jumping away from my body to grab my phone and check some meaningless text that I don't even care about or see if anyone's looked at my Instagram post. It's like, who the hell cares? None of this matters. But that's how we've conditioned our minds. So a couple of questions for you, Z, that we can cover on today's podcast. One is, in your perspective, what does it mean to really live? And two, if we can get a good handle on that, how do we get to the point where we are really living? When you think about living, you could take it from the, the pond scum level. If you look at pond scum in a microscope, it's like human beings. If you look at all the little cells moving, cells dividing, the cell mitosis happening, the exchange of energy, the exchange of DNA, the dispersion, the dissolution of one cell, the rise of a new population of cells. It's like being a human being. It's what we're doing if you were just to hover over us and watch us. But then as a human being, when you look at that individual particle called a person, what do you do every day? What do you do every day? What's life for you? And why do you want to keep doing it? Why do you why do you want to keep doing it? And why are you even relevant? And what is living? So I, I believe that living is in each of these little moments that you found a positive experience you found something that elevated your vibration. That that vibration, before that vibration can disperse, quiet down and go still, another positive vibration comes through. Until you're just a positive vibration. You're living, not just alive. See, you can be alive and not living. They have machines in the hospital that can keep your heart beating your blood pumping until the until they turn the electricity off. They have guys over at the VA that are like that. Human vegetables that did not fill out a, um, a, a DNR, right? A do not resuscitate order. So they're just, as a freak experiment of science, they got them pumping. Years ago, when I was a young GI, I went to one of the hospitals and uh, in, in, in Germany, and there had been a guy who had been blown up during the Korean War or something. They had transferred him to that hospital. And this is in the 70s or 80s or something. And he had been on this machine for probably 30 years. And it just looked like a piece of meat just going. And I asked the people, why do you do this? And so, well, we, you know, we just want to see it's going to help other people. I said, did he volunteer? They said, hell, I don't know. He's been here as long as I've been here. I said, does he ever do anything or say anything? He said, it looks like his eyes work, and every now and then he'll say, stop. I said, that's just horrible. Then I thought about it. I said, that's how most people live their life every day. Just going through motions uh, or dwelling in the past. Bitter, angry, or so worried that something's not going to work out that they miss the whole day. You know, there are people, we can actually worry about tomorrow so much 
that we miss today. Tomorrow comes, we're so worried about it, we miss that day. And then your last day arrives, the sundown of your life comes, and you're fighting to get to the next, you, you want to stay alive to get to the next day so you can worry about the day after that. Or be mad about the days or years before that, that you didn't do anything. So what is doing anything? Creating good vibration so that you can feel and experience in that moment this existence. I talk to random people. Caitlin will hear me sometime on the phone with random people that are into whatever I'm into. Let's say there was a guy there, he's into Unimogs. And we have Unimog conversations or hot rod conversations. Just fun, like little boys. Then somebody will have a conversation about health and, and the latest medical breakthroughs. Just good vibration, like being in church and being in a choir or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, the God loves me, blah, blah, blah. So it feels good. Like we're that pond scum, right? But we're the dancing pond scum as opposed to the pond scum that's just sitting there festering. But we're all pond scum in a sense. So why not be the dancing pond scum? Create high vibration, good vibration. Understand that however long you live, it's not long enough and it's too long at the same time. It's too long if you're not doing anything. What is doing something? What does that, that good vibration? Did you talk to somebody you love? Did you interact with somebody? Did you create something? Did you do something? Not for any other reason other than that's what your little insignificant piece of molecular pond scum did. It did something. It kept the vibration going that added to the pulse of life. You weren't running from death so much, like running from a phantom. It's like a crazy person running from an invisible thing. It's like the ultra schizophrenic that's running from their own self. What did you do? Did you do anything that you that created good vibration in you? Not the droning around, not being the drone. The, dr the, the drone doesn't even know it's a dead or alive. You're going to Beehive, there's dead drones, live drones. As long as they're just droning, doing what they're told. That's, that's not living. Okay, that's, that's droning around. So an echo that, that promotes life, that promotes growth. And it started when they were alive. Their good will and their good energy and their good vibration resonated across the earth like a beautiful song or like a, 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 a trailing off tune of a, a beautiful song. And it inspired life. It inspired that cellular activity. So many people are bitter, angry, fearful, chasing the unknown, so fearful of death. I always wonder why are people so afraid to die and they've never lived, right? The yogis say it was, it's a great day to die. Every time they would say that, they would be so happy, so full of life, so enthusiastic about the simplest things, the commonest of things. They've given us an opportunity to, to think about that's life. I think about today, I have to rush out and go pick up my, my six-year-old from school. And we're going to play. 
I'm just going to play with him. He's going to tell me about his day, and we're going to play. We're not going to change the world. We're not going to invent the cure to all diseases. We're not going to um, rally the stock market in global warming. We have no power. That we're, we're going to do what we do. We're going to just create high vibration. And we're going to live, and, and, and hopefully with no intention just to do that, we end this day, which might be the last day for any of us, on a high vibration, on a high note. Not worried about tomorrow, not mad about yesterday, just right now. I get to look in that eyes of a little bitty version of me from another time and another place, and I get to do that dance a little bit for a while and then take my old ass to bed. I have more than most people even in the stresses and strains of everyday life. And one of the most stressful and, strain, and, 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 and strains of everyday life is being a witness to the betrayal of life by so many people. The things that we overly burden ourselves with that literally drown us in the pool of death. And all we have to do is come up for air and vibrate. Play a little bit, laugh a little bit, smile a little bit. Oh, that's trivial. People say, that's trivial. You have to have big plans. Well, let's think about all the big plans of the dead people. Let's think about all the, the low plans and little plans of the insignificant people that are dead. Seems like they're all in the same place right now. Everybody ends up in the same place. My God, we all end up in the same boat. Whether you had big plans or no plans. So why not, while you're here, flow on a high vibration. Have a laugh. Make a friend. Share some ties with people you like. Let go of bitterness. Be mad. Be happy. Experience everything. You know, poor Caitlin is uh, turning into a cat lady. <sighs> I was telling Caitlin, look, keep exercising, keep doing the thing. You're, you're getting cute, you're, you're, you're well now, and she's very happy that, that, that her body's proportions are improving more than she's ever had in life because she's on this fitness program. Boys are looking at her, and she's wearing her, her little short shorts and getting attention from men, and she can't believe it. She that can't happened. believe her luck. No, that happened and, way before this anyway. Okay, she can't believe her luck. And then she was so negative. She said, well, it's not going to last long, so I'm going to get a cat. And I'm <laughs> telling her, no, no, no. Live, girl, live. Don't get a cat, just live. Go out there and enjoy this moment. Because any day, any moment, it could come in a day, it could come in... Ten to two or three decades, but it'll come, and before the, and, and before you see that, before you see that last day. Vibrate on a high level. Enjoy this life. Taste it. Experience it. Let go of resentment. Let go of the past, and many of the things that burden you from enjoying the moment. Get rid of them. Unburden yourself of that. 
I talked to somebody who said I would enjoy the company of this person if they respected me a certain way or if they treated me. Well, they're not going to treat you that way. So what are you going to do anyway? Get a cat. No, that's when you give up. You give up when you take a hapless creature and project all your human deficiencies onto that animal. This is a sickness, a common <laughs> uh, disease of modern society where you have people that have entrapped or genetically modified creatures to um, empathetically take on their shortcomings that they don't want to work on, right? It's, it's, we live in very difficult times. People are angry, they're sad, they're bitter, there's road rage, there's uh, uh, food issues. Uh, we, we live in interesting times. And we want to live. The whole thing we're talking about today is, are you alive or are you living? So I don't want to be alive during these times. I want to live. I want to live through the apocalypse. I want to live through this thing. Let's make stories. Let's talk about, let's be like those people on that TV show, Fear the Walking Dead, right? There's a band of people who are living surrounded by a group of dead. This is where we're at right now. Look out your window. Walk down the street. The low vibration are the zombies. They're the zombies. You're in that show. The people that are high vibrating, what do they want to do? They basically just want to hang out, but they can't because the dead energy people or the zombies are trying to suck the life out of them. That's a metaphor for everyday life. And if you're around them too long and even get a little bite or scratch, if you just hang out with them a little bit, you become one of them. The walking dead. They live, but they are not alive. So let's be alive. Let's open our heart, open our mind, work on ourselves, read books, share the knowledge with other people, do things out of your comfort zone, make friends, share and exchange with people that have like interests as you. Accept people that aren't like you and give them free path around you. Like you don't have to hang out with everybody. There's elbow room for everybody in the world. Don't feel like we have to force or impose our ideas or views on anybody. I rarely talk to people about their political views. If you notice when I talk to these different people, we have shared interests. I limit my range of interaction to what inspires and what vibrates. When a middle person tells me they're into some kind of religion, I try not to talk about that because I know I'm going to have to uh, either stab them or they're going to have to stab me if we get in a religious conversation. Politics is another minefield of interaction. Let's meet where we meet and part where we part. That's the same way the pond scum does. And man, it interacts with us and moves on. Makes algae and all this and creates oxygen does all kinds of amazing things when they're when it's alive and flowing. When it's stagnant, it creates a toxic pool of methane gas. So let's not be that toxic pool of methane gas, but let's be that nice algae pool that's making fresh oxygen. So again, Vin, looking at ourselves and saying, am I alive or am I living? Because you can be alive and not live.
but you can't live and not be alive. You follow me, Vin? It's interesting that you bring this up, uh, this question of, are you living? As I go through life, my tests for myself, just my regular check-ins about whether I'm feeling good or I'm on track, I'm living the right way, become more and more simple. And at this point, for me, it's down to, do I feel alive? And if I don't, let me do more of the things that nurture that fire inside that make me feel alive, that bring out whatever the passion is, the intensity, the love. That's when, I don't even know what the right word is, Z, but I guess that's when I'm here. You know, otherwise, as you're saying, I could just fade into the background. I could be completely irrelevant. Uh, So one uh, thing that you did mention, which I want to expand on a little bit, this concept of high vibration, a lot of times people think, oh, I need to be happy all the time or I need good vibes all the time. But that's not what we're saying. We're saying we just need to be in life. We need you to experience the good, the bad, the in-between, be present for everything that happens. And sometimes the pain can be beautiful and sometimes it gives life color. I think about the trip that we took uh, to Tampa, the funeral we went to. It was tough. It was tough for you, but there were beautiful moments. It was very open-hearted. We spent a lot of time with a lot of people that had a tremendous amount of respect and thought of you extremely fondly. And that all came together in the midst of tragedy. So tragedy is just part of life. We need to be there for the downside as well as the upside and when you put all of that together, that's what living really is. It's not hiding from these things. It's not sheltering. Uh, it's not saying I'm only going to go after the good and avoid the bad. Because if you try and do that, you end up with nothing. You end up with no life experience whatsoever. There's no way to avoid the sadness, the despair at times. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. You can still vibrate at that high frequency. You can still feel alive as long as you're in it, as long as you're committed to it and you're present. So I agree with everything that you've said, Z. I think it's all too easy these days to go through life and just go through the motions. Uh, Part of it is technology. Part of it is habit. Part of it is this epidemic of anxiety. And part of it, frankly, our social norms. Uh, For some reason, it's frowned upon. If we're too exuberant or we laugh or we play, you go to work and you've got to be serious and you can't have fun and you got to put on this professional look and talk to people in very somber tones. And it's just kind of weird. Or, you know, some days you might be feeling really excited and you don't want to be perceived as being too aggressive or too passionate or too loud or whatever it is. So there's almost a certain expectation that we mute ourselves, that we become these robots. And I'm not even saying that we fight against it. I think we recognize that that's just an expectation uh, that that exists. But we need to find space for ourselves. And we need to find that space and that capacity to laugh, to love, to cry, to do all the things that add color to our humanity. Uh, so, Zia, I don't know if you have any closing thoughts on... You're absolutely right about that, Van. As you're talking, you're describing a scene from a zombie movie. They're telling, shh, shh, the zombies might hear you. So mute yourself, subdue yourself, don't be yourself. Yeah, so those of us who have opted out, to hell with that. I don't want to be in this movie anymore. I'm going to do my own thing. 
And when you talk about high vibration, just to reiterate, it's everything. For the high, the low on the scale. The, the tremendous grief of loss, when those tears just blind you of grief, that's because you laughed so hard. You had so many good experiences that they're tattooed in the very essence of your soul. And that, that, that death is the period at the end of that event, the end of that story. It's not the end of the book, but it's the end of that chapter. And you move on to another one, but damn, it was good. That's what the tears are about. That's what they're about. It was so damn good. We did so much. Where you don't get that is if you were planning on doing all kind of great things and you never did it. You were waiting for the right moment, the right day, the right set of circumstances. That is the saddest of losses because you never did anything. You were planning on planning, planning the plan. And life happened. And you missed out on it. For those of you who jumped right in, who just dived right over the, off into the pool and just enjoyed life, when it's over, it's rough. Remember when you were a kid during summertime, you ever took a great summer vacation and they said, well, it's time to go back to school. It's September. Like, oh, not already. Having such a, that's, that's the first practice in mourning. So for people who were never real close to anybody, they will never experience deep grief. And there's a warning out there. If you don't want to feel bad, don't feel good. It's a quiet warning. Just stay quiet. Hide amongst the living dead. And you will be just like them, but with awareness of you're not them. The loneliest of places to be. You're quiet, trying to mingle amongst the zombies, but longing for the warmth of other human beings. But your fear of losing those human beings and that humanity prevents you from living yours. How, how sad is that? So people endlessly look for comfort, escape, avoidance, that's not living. This life is short. If you die at one years old, if you die at 100 years old, it's not enough time. So get out there and just live, vibrate, engage, call up people you hang out with and, and open your heart. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? Nothing. What do you have to gain? Higher vibration, higher connection, deeper understanding. How about resentment? As they say, resentment is like drinking poison, hoping the other person dies. For what? You're mad about something somebody may have said or some innuendo they made 10 years ago, five years ago? Do you remember what you're mad about? You know, memories change. There's false memory. You may not even remember what you're mad about. Was it a sensation? Did it feel not good? Let it go. We don't get along with everybody. We don't vibe with everybody. But everybody vibes. So find where you where you fit in the course of life. Where 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 do you fit? Where where is your 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 resonance right now? Not your resident, your resonance. 
Where are you resonating right now? Who's your crew? And you can have different ones. You could be like a floating, traveling a cello player playing for different bands, different operas, different orchestras. That's living. It, it feels so good. So that when that thing ends, it'll feel real bad. But that real bad is the measure of real good. Live. Be alive. All right, Vin? Yeah, we got to go out there and live. As you said, we don't know how much time we have. We don't know if we've got decades weeks, hours, minutes, who the hell knows? All that matters is the quality of our day-to-day experience. So we got to make sure we're present. We got to make sure we're in it. We're vibrating at that high frequency. As you said, Z, I'm going to put something you said in slightly different terms. There's another quote that I've heard, whether you are a king or a queen or a pawn, y'all end up in the same box. You're all put away in the same box at the end of the day. So Appreciate the journey. Appreciate the time, the moments, get the most out of them. Time to live. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Podbean, iTunes, or your favorite podcasting app. Each five-star review helps us bring you more unique and insightful content. Learn more at dharmamedia.com. Peace. Peace.